The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organization. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hi, I am Robert Bain, and welcome to Tea and Talk, a podcast geared towards establishing dialogue on the arts and culture of the Bahamas. It is through this podcast I want to give the artists of the Bahamas a much-needed space to freely express themselves by discussing issues pertinent to cultural development on all levels. In this episode of Tea and Talk, I'm going to continue a discussion with Bahamian dancer, teacher, and choreographer, Mr. Lawrence Carroll, where we had the opportunity to discuss many nuances of the present day attitude and the lack of interest in what can be a game changer for our country. Cuba took, um, many years ago, they took all these dancers all these dancers, they sent about about 20 dancers to, I'm not quite sure of that figure, so don't, don't, don't fact check me, uh, but they sent these dancers to, to uh, America. And what they did was each one studied at a different place. One studied at Graham, somebody studied Limon, somebody studied at American, uh, uh, American Ballet Theater. Alicia Alonso was, was a principal uh, uh, with, with the American, uh, American Ballet. Uh, they sent them to different parts of America where they, they immersed themselves in, in, in the, the different aspects and technique of dance. And, um, and then they went back to Cuba all right, and they go like, okay, you studied at, uh, you studied Horton, you studied Graham. Okay, I want you to take ten things that that you learned, and I want you to take that and try and fuse into that um, aspects of our Cuban, our Cubanness. Basically, I'll say that word. I know it's not correct, but uh, are we going to fuse? I want you to create this thing, and they did that, and they and Cuba, Cuban have a definite style that's theirs. There's nobody in this universe that have a style like them. Okay, the, their ballet is is a, a Russian ballet because, of course, they've had the, the influence of, of the Russian there. Uh, but they have developed a style. Eduardo uh, Riviera and, and all these people there who have actually studied the dance, they have developed styles that reflect their Cubanness. Jamaica have done the same thing. Jamaica have done the same thing. Uh, uh, they did the same thing. I met I met Patsy Ricketts um, as a, a student at Dance Theatre of Harlem. Um, um, Patsy Ricketts, Derek Williams, uh, Bert uh, Bert uh, Bert Rose, and and a bunch of other uh, uh, Jamaicans who were studying dance in New York and brought uh, Clive Thompson. Um, uh, whom, who's back in Jamaica now, who was able to bring stuff back in Jamaica and help them to develop what they have to help Rex to develop the National Company of, of Jamaica. There's like Antoinette Styles who have Lakatko in, in Jamaica who have, have been able to develop her own style. We have the same um, abilities 
Mm-hmm. But nobody, nobody to push it. Nobody. Well, who, we try. We who, try. Little me try to stare sometimes, but nobody want to drive with me. So, uh, but we have the same abilities. We have the same abilities, and we are. This country is so rich in cultural arts. It is so. There's so much. It's. It. It is so much. When you when you go on Bay Street and you see the, the amazing work that 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 Bahamians do in terms of Junkanoo Man, mm-hmm. all right. If you had visit like Dungalik Studios during the time when my dear friend Jackson Burnside was alive and some of the work that he tried to do with the Junkanoo uh, statues in front like that, you go like, my God, all right. So there's a lot. There's no excuse. Now, we have to find, and hopefully within the next podcast and all the podcasts and somewhere, something is going to click and we're going to try and figure this out. But this gives us an opportunity to, 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 to talk it out and, and to probably have the public also listen to it, who could probably advise us on how we can probably go about and take an interest in what we're doing. How's the, uh, how's the uh, Fibergrass team, man? It's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you need to get you need to get, your, need to get you need to get your training yard, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So so Lawrence, okay, well but let's 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 kind of move on a little bit more, man. And because we realize where we're at right now and um uh, uh uh we hope that some changes are made and, and somebody hears us and 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 basically have a little sympathy on us and really know that we really made the country good. And, and see, you know something? And like you said, one of my guests said, Fred Ferguson said that, uh, but culture being under tourism, I think that's an awesome idea. That's exactly where it's supposed to be. Um, but um, hopefully at some point in time, they're going to get it uh, and, uh, and realize that we only mean good and we realize that, that the, the culture of the Bahamas, the, what we have here, is important to the development. Now, there's a question I, I want to um, ask you about culture, because I, I I always I talk about pet peeves, and one of my pet peeves is that when we talk about culture, we like to define culture to one particular thing. Jangalu, Jangalu, <laughs> right? Because that's the only thing that's visible. That's the only that's the one thing that you can see. You can see what it is. You can see what they do with it, and you know um, every time there's something to do with. The Bahamas, it's always Junkanoo. Yeah, but, but... But but in my time, RB, when I was dancing, the Ministry of Tourism mm-hmm. had us traveling the world. Right. Representing the Bahamas. I know. And we were, it was a dance, the Newbury dancers at the time. Mm-hmm. We were always dancing in the world. Tell, tell, us, tell us something about the Newbury dancers. The Newbury dancers... This is this is a problem with us. My teacher, who is Alex Abain, was a hairstylist. The late Alex Abain, yes. Mm-hmm. The late. And he was a student of Hubert Farrington. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Hubert Farrington was one of the first Bahamians to dance for the Metropolitan Opera. Right. Him and Hubert fell out. <laughs> okay. So he started his own thing. Okay. Now the smart thing about Alex was he taught us we didn't we didn't have to pay him, mm-hmm. okay, but he made a lot of money through us, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and that's how we were able to go away to Canada just to study, okay, because you know he was teaching us for nothing and nothing we could say, because he was teaching us an art form that normally you have to pay for it. 
and we were getting that for free. Mr. Carroll, do you think that the students that we, we teach today appreciate that we teach for not appreciate that and understand that? No. Wow, that's sad, bro. No. You know, and, and boy, and what I went through when I started dancing, I don't think anybody would go through what I went through because that was a nightmare. Yeah. That was a nightmare. Okay. But, you know, you, you go from the nightmare here. Mm-hmm. Here was always a nightmare. RB. I used to be walking from classes and I, oh, God, rocks and bottles. These are stoners. Right. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we were in the art gallery. Villa Doyle. Villa Doyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd be there at the bar doing your stuff and you had those big cathedral doors. Stuff was flying through their bottles and the whole nine yards. And then you went from that to, wow, you are amazing. Can I have your autograph? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I look at these people, I look at everybody and said, wow. And I'm saying to myself, wow. These people appreciate us. They adore us. They want your autograph. They want to see you. They want to talk to you. And wow, that show was amazing. La, la, la. And you, here we do it and it's nothing. But y'all, see, y'all, y'all went through, y'all had to do the pressure, go through the pressure so that they could realize how beautiful this art form of dance is. Um, but where, where are some places in the world that the, the Newbury trout, the Newbury dancers traveled? We went everywhere. Cuba, Jamaica, Barbados, um, the uh, United States of America. We did I, a lot of stuff in America. I remember some point in time in the uh, 70s, early 70s, you guys had a trip of Europe. Yeah. Now, the thing was, after we started going to school, to college, sometimes uh, I would go on one trip and then Edna Wright would go on the other. So that we had to alternate. Mm. So the two of us couldn't go at the same time. Right. So, like, I missed a Cuba trip because I, the next one, I went to the next one, we were just to Barbados. Mm. And I remember the Carafest of the Year in Jamaica. For the first time, too, with this whole thing, at one point I said, look, we are representing the Bahamas, but we're not the only dancers on the island. Yes. I said, we need to take some other kids with us to represent mm-hmm. us. Right. Okay? And we took a few girls from the Nassau Civic, actually, mm-hmm. because I know I did this uh, duet with Denise Hyla. Yeah, Denise, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She was, she was something else. I think there's a picture in my book with yeah. probably Denise or you or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, Arabi women to Jamaica, we did this Obia dance, Denise and I. And I had a lat extension. I had on this big cape. One half of my face was painted. So we did our opening night. And listen, the next... Jamaican paper, there was that picture of Denise and I, and it said the Bahamas contingent brought festival spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm walking around Jamaica, and it's like people... You're a celebrity. <gasps> Absolutely. That's the guy. That's the guy. I used to have to wait and hide and run for yes. the bus time to go home and yes, stuff like yes, that. Yes. I tell everybody, just go, 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 and I'm going to run in the last second. And then people were just waiting there to sign autographs. Yes. Yeah. And I've never signed so many autographs. But in my own country, it was like, 
Well, <sighs> we know that. We we have experienced that. Um, my 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 company. There was a, a in two thousand and nine was when the company was in Europe, and they were just fascinated with the all the theaters that they had performed in, and they even to the the smallest theater they had performed. One of the dancers exclaimed that even if we had this little tiny theater in the Bahamas, that would be an amazing. We, I, I wish we could have just packed this up and take it home. But the thing that they noticed the most was how people uh, responded to them. And they talked about that, right? And then they said, they said, and you know something? And they may have all these people here that understands this and appreciate the artists for who they are and, and Mr. Bain. And they, they, they treat you like they treat you like a king because you're the director of the National Company of the Bahamas. And they said, and then when we get home, it's a culture shock. Because uh, you know, we've had this one experience, uh, this ideal experience, and then and then now. So uh, we understand that. And I know you know, the, the Bahamas has always taken great uh, presentations to those car festas mm-hmm. and stuff like that in, in the past year. So we, we'll get a chance. I mean, this is like I, the whole idea behind this, Lawrence, is to create like 12 podcasts. And, 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 and then we're going to break it down a little bit. And we're going to talk, bring people in to just have uh, conversations on, on a particular thing. Because uh, in my, uh, our last, my podcast with Fred Ferguson, uh, we talked about the, or- the orange economy. And I think a lot of people don't really understand where, uh, what the orange economy is. And so uh, we need to discuss what the orange economy is and let people understand that we dancers understand what that means too. Uh, we artists, we uh, artisans and people, uh, we understand what that stuff is all about. Um, but you know, it's just, at the end of the day, it just depends on who it is, who has, who have the power. Because I know when I started dancing in the casinos, you know, okay, they came, they started building casinos, and Lyndon Pindling, who was the prime minister at the time, mm-hmm. said, okay, yeah, we can do this, y'all can build your casinos. He said, but there has to be a show. Mm-hmm. There have to be a show in the theater. And he said, uh, it has to have two-thirds Bahamian. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how the show thing started. Yeah. All right. And then opening night, he appeared. Yeah. Just came to check. He was a special you know? kind of guy. Yeah. Boy. Oh, yeah. man. He was a special kind of man. I'm telling so, you. So, you know, I guess it takes someone, I guess the powers that be, to just have the passion or, or the same drive. Drive to pull the sauces together. You got to get who's the better one, and one person cannot do it. You need to have a collective group of artistic people. Well, you know something, Mr. Carroll? Uh, we're going to try. I'm going to give it another attempt. Um, that's what we're going to do. Um, we have to. Um, I would like to do that. I, we, we're still young. We might be up there in age a little bit, but we're still young, and... Uh, uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not, no. I I know, right? I say stuff and and people laugh and and when I say I'm I, I too old for that, people go like they complain. When I say I'm too young, they laugh. I, yeah, I don't know. So uh, we need to make an attempt at it, but we need to to select the right people. Uh, uh, so so Lawrence, let's um, let's talk about let's let's reflect a little bit back uh, 1980s because um, I I think a lot of people or persons out there. Uh, don't know um, that in this little Nassau, and even in Grand Bahama, there were shows. 
there were million dollar shows. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> the the show that went into Crystal Palace the first time, Bahama Bound, Bahama Bound. was 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 millions of dollars uh, spent and uh, had the latest in pyrotechnics and all that sort of thing, moving stages off stage, laser laser on stage, uh, the the foy where all the the characters flew. There was an underwater scene where uh, um, Anne Peterson was set in the middle of the pearl. <laughs> black pearl. Black pearl that opened on stage. And uh-huh. there was Anne Peterson in the black pearl. And mm-hmm. there's Regina and the rest of them on the seahorse sea flying, across, flying. Yeah. flying across uh-huh. the stage. Yeah. Uh, you know, and... Um, uh, uh, let's let's and all the animals, the toucans and the, yeah. the, the all the different things on stage. Let's uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Let's um, and then we moved uh, and then for after Bama Bound, we moved to Le Fantastique that lasted mm-hmm. for a little bit. Yeah. But in addition to our show happening before then, Miss Bass had a show which, which you were in at, yeah. at uh, Playboy Club, a Playboy mm-hmm. uh, Playboy Casino. Yes. Yeah, meet me in Playboy Bahamas. Yes. See, th- this is what I'm saying. That era, God. There was so, but so many shows. The first show really was with Shirley Albass at um, the Playboy Club. Yes. Right. Then from there came Bahama Bound. Bahama Bound. Yes. And then Le Cabaret. Well, it had existed there for a little while. Had existed there for a while. Yes. And Le Cabaret was a totally different. Um, it was a casino type review, feathers, mm-hmm. topless. Showgirls, yes. showboys, dancers, mm-hmm. male, female, mm-hmm. and again, acro. Yes, and the, the visual was like amazing. Yes, I mean those shows, and I sit every day and say, "Wow, what happened to those days?" Like nobody comes here to do shows anymore. Well, nobody has the passion <laughs> to do the shows anymore. Like, no, that's what? not. But you know something? And we right here. I mean, as Bahamians, we should we should have a show or something happening right now yeah, in the. In I know, the, I know. But it's our it's our fault. See, um, the late Dennis Donaldson. I heard this. He said, and I mean, it's probably said to me a couple of times, and I never really paid attention to it. But uh, uh, when he said it, it, it kind of resonated. It's uh, you know, if you plan, if you fail to plan. Mm-hmm. You plan to fail, yeah. and mm-hmm. so we actually didn't. We didn't plan. We 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 didn't. Uh, we didn't plan anything. And there were the days when we were making all that money. People were making monies, and people were doing different things with it, and all that sort of thing. But nobody ever ever thought that one day those same people, T. Barutas and Millerish uh-huh. and Theater Now and all those companies and Playboy was going to pull up their roots and then move and somebody else have to take. And and I think a couple of years ago, Levant, uh, you were yeah, part yeah. of that as well, mm-hmm. try to try to revive um, yeah, the uh, Caribe, Chris, Caribe. Right, Caribe down at uh, Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, the, the fault is completely ours and I, I will take that. And uh, 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 also the opportunity uh, is not presented to us like presented to those Producers out there, all right, um, to produce a show, um, it's very costly, and we we talking uh, of of hundreds, yeah, hundreds yeah. of dollars. We talking about millions of dollars to produce a sensible show, yeah, all right. Um, uh, ideas cost money, and so right now there there are people, including myself, who would wish to produce a show. 
but we know it costs money. We have the ideas, financial uh, the financing and stuff like that. So right now, one of the things that need to happen, I think, is that government, we need to, we need to collectively, and uh, collectively in terms of teachers and getting together and organizing the dance, we need to also collectively get together to, to, to approach government uh, to get some sort of, 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 of whatever so that we could produce these shows mm -hmm. um, so that we are not uh, uh, at least some assistance in some kind of way. If you have an interest in producing a show, uh, they should, there should be some concession made that you can produce the, those shows. Yeah, well, yeah, because those shows existed because <laughs> the persons in charge of the shows, you know, the guys with the briefcase, yes. they were millionaires. Yes. I mean, gee, when we did Bama Bound, they flew us to New York. Yeah, we were there. We learned that whole show in New York City. Yeah, yeah. We were the first one in that building yeah. right down the road that and they then blew up. <laughs> we, were, we were there learning the show and they were getting the, the stage ready. Yes. When we flew back into Nassau, we went on the stage. So, yeah, I mean, it. you need a financial backer for sure. Yeah. It takes, it takes, I mean, let's talk about it, but, and people produce these, the shows that I've seen around here. Um, even late Disney produced a show um, that I was a part of, that I created with, that I choreograph actually uh and they just that alone was like three four thousand a hundred uh, four hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars you know so it, it it takes it takes money to produce those shows but i would particularly like to see those things happen again in our future man if you get a show up and running i mean that's you making multi-dollars on a weekly basis well it's 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 a way for 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 the uh and well a way to to help to develop and build the the orange economy, um, in a sense, whereas that you are now providing jobs for other artists mm -hmm. and artisans in terms of uh, uh, scenery and lighting and and sound and uh, uh, stage and and set design and uh, behemoths who have that ability. You know what I mean. So you you're giving other persons an opportunity to actually make a dollar as well. You know and to to survive. But um, well, you know, um, we're gonna get to it. And like I said, I hope in 50 years, God's spell, well, we probably will not be here. Um, um, Jesus, that'll make me a lot very old. <laughs> but what I'm saying, but, you <laughs> know, I think the start to make a difference yes. on this island yes. is to have your, our own Ministry of Culture. Yes, I agree. We need our own Ministry of Culture. And in that ministry should be all the icons, the dancers, the musicians, all, the, all of those people, it needs to be separate and apart. And then I think if that could be established, I think we, we can grow faster. We could be a little bit more productive because we'd be able to do our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. this is that junk news is what it is because every time they should do anything that represents a bomb is junk news mm -hmm. because that's the only consistent thing. That's here. Yeah, but again, and like I on the last show um, that I podcast, um, persons need to understand though, Jonkanu is not our culture; it's a part of our culture, right? So um, mm -hmm. it's not it's not our culture. Yeah, we it's, say it's we, the most illuminated part yes, of our culture, which is correct. Yeah, yeah because that's all you see. Yeah, it's but, always there. But but see, it didn't get there just 
just like that. Yeah. You had people like Gus and Vola and Jackson and, mm-hmm. and everybody else trying to, and Junkanoo have a history, you know, and, and um, so it, is, it, it, it was a process. If the dancers will do the same thing for dance, mm. we'll be okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. So, so we have to we have to think like that, have that kind of mindset, so that we're able to reach that uh, reach that level of functionality. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yeah, but uh, Lawrence, man, this is this was amazing, man, to have you and sit down and and chat, um, you know, and get some get get some thoughts from you and and. Um, and so I hope that uh, you can we can do this again at some point. Um, sure, and, I, and I think the next time I will kind of forewar- uh, pre-warned you of what it is that we're gonna because you came and we just we just sat and that's yeah, the whole thing about that's the whole point. Yeah, it's the whole thing too. Yeah. But so that we get uh, sp- specifics, um, you know, like uh, uh, give you an idea of what it is that I we want to address, so that people will get a, a get soaked into uh, the particular topic, and we could really focus on a particular topic. But what this one is doing, what the the first podcasts are doing, is giving me an, an opportunity to um, kind of itemize certain things that need to be addressed, you know? So it might seem a little, and this is going to be done in two parts. So it might seem like we're, we're addressing a lot, but it's also given us an opportunity to, 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 to itemize or to, to choose our content mm-hmm. um, so, we could, um, so we, could be, uh, we could spend some good time on task when it comes to uh, recording and getting the information out because we think that people need to hear what we have to say and uh, we really need to establish our own space, our own space yeah. that, that, is, that is ours and not uh, go, go into somebody else's space who's going to dictate or determine uh, how long we're going to be and what, you know, that sort of thing. And we'd be afraid to say some things because we're scared of the, the backlash and all that sort of thing. So I want to thank you, man, for taking your Sunday Today is uh, this, uh, January. It's a new day. <laughs> it's a new day. It's January 8th, man, 2023, man. And we are grateful uh, for the new year. And uh, I want to say congratulations to One Family Junkanoo Group, man, for just tearing up Bay Street, my brother. I am so, so proud of them because, you know, I was there from the beginning, uh, uh, um, from 1990, from 1993, actually. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm so proud of them. I'm proud of all the dancers and, and, and one family, Makiva, who's leading and, uh, um, Anas, um, uh, well, there's a couple of them, uh, Anishka, uh, um, Fernanda, all those kids who, who actually is doing that amazing job. And uh, not to take anything away from the other groups, they were awesome as well, uh, the Saxons and the Valley and, and everybody else. So, you know, this is an art um, podcast, and we talk about everything that's artistic and anything that's Bahamian and anything that's amazing. So until next time, go ahead. I have to say, I have to say, uh, Christmas Junkanoo mm-hmm. was the best judged Junkanoo in a very, uh, very I'm, long time. I'm happy to hear that, bro. I, oh, my God. RB, I was watching it from my, where I live. And because when, when I saw the One Family dances, mm-hmm. oh, God, that choreography, what they did was amazing yes i have to find i have to meet that choreographer keeper keeper yeah. i need to meet that keeper because that presentation 
the visual, the patterns, the two different types of costumes and how they maneuvered and they moved them. the choreography. Mm -hmm. Brother, that was amazing. Yeah. That was the best judge, Jankano, in a very, very long time. And one family deserved every bit of it. Every bit of it. Not even, I mean, I don't want to sound biased, but I am. And, uh, but they were awesome. They were good. They were, yeah. They were All, good. And New Year's, the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Well, congratulations to one family and everybody else. So uh, until next time, um, we will be right here on another podcast. And uh, thanks again, Mr. Carroll, for coming in and sharing this evening with us. My pleasure. You're listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organization.